0: Hi everybody and you're very welcome along to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast With myself Stephen Gilroy, joining me on the pod once again today is our new co-host Mr. Dar Ruan, how are you? Hi Steve,
1: I'm I'm keeping well, I'm good, Um, it's good to be back and good to uh, talk to everyone again and hopefully we can help some people out this week
0: Not too bad, how's all in Dubai, all good? All is good here, yeah
1: yeah, all as well. We're one more one more day of the weekend. We're um, nice. we're off for the weekend then, and Back we have into, to get next uh, next week off for for Eid holidays.
0: Nice one. Back into another mental weekend of Premier League football. Did you enjoy the football over the weekend? Do you do you get to watch much of it over there? I know with uh, with time differences and stuff like that, it can be difficult. But
1: yeah, I got to watch a couple of games. Um, yeah, we watched. Uh, we were watching the city game there on Saturday. Um, yeah, and a couple saw a few of the highlights as well of some of the games. But um, it was a good, good weekend. It was uh, a lot of goals and um, some good
0: results as well. Yeah, absolutely. You were watching. You are watching the Mayo match as well. I seen that anyway. D- d- disappointed yeah. to say the least.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was watching that and just uh, yeah. On the day, I suppose. I suppose Galway kind of were better on the day. Yeah, they, were, um, they were a little bit better, yeah. Yeah, and at one stage there, I was looking at it in the second <coughs> half, and Mayo had only scored 11 points, I think it was, and I said, that's if, if it stays around that, it's not good. Um, but they they put the push on in the end, in fairness to Mayo, they were, what, five <coughs> points down, six points, and they, they brought it back to one or two, but yeah, yeah. they couldn't get through in the end. The likes yeah. of um, Shane Walsh and, Com- Comer and Paul Conroy were very good for Galway yeah,
0: they were uh, actually very good Paul Connery is very good yeah, yeah
1: they, they stepped up and yeah fair play to Galway um, yeah
0: they all seem to uh, every couple of years you know when they you know kind of come, come strong uh, they yeah. good lead campaign and in fairness like when they do come strong they're a fairly good side so uh, yeah we're just going to have to go the, the long route again as usual in the All-Ireland yeah. Championship but anyway off tangent off tangent um just to mention before we get stuck into it uh the twitter page fantasyland fpl you can send us any questions or queries that you might have or anything you want us to cover over the course of the next few game weeks i know we're on game week 34 now there's literally what five five game weeks left something like that yeah 30 yeah 30 there's 38 game weeks isn't it yeah yeah 38 we're on just finished
1: 34 and we're on 35 now 35 yeah
0: so, only a few weeks left of the season. So, if there's anything you want us to, uh, to cover um, over the course of the next few weeks, then I make sure you send all your questions on to uh Cell and FPL on Twitter. Coming up on the podcast today, we are going to go through the game week 34 headlines. We're going to talk about what happened. We're going to talk about our rank, where we are, the good and bad of both our teams. We'll do the watch list, a couple of players that might have caught our eye over the course of the weekend talk about captaincy for game week 35 and some rough ideas of transfer plans for game week 35 also. So I'll just run through some of the headlines so far. Obviously game week 34 is not finished just yet. Chelsea play Manchester United, not tonight, Dara, tomorrow night, is it? Yeah, I'm it's pretty sure tomorrow, tomorrow, night, yeah, so tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, tomorrow
0: night. That will conclude game week 34. But let's just have a look and see what happened. So far, so starting with the first game on Saturday, of course, Arsenal-Manchester United. Arsenal were 3-1 winners, over United, sack of the hero with all three bonus points, and he got himself a goal in that game. Villa and Leicester played out a nil-all draw in the first of the 3 o'clock games on Saturday. Gabriel Jesus scored four times as Man City won 5-1 against Watford. Kevin O'Brien with two assists. He's going to come up later on. We're going to chat about him. Uh, Bruno Gomez, what did I tell you? I told you it happened and it happened. Talked about him last week and he's only went and scored his third goal in as many games as Newcastle won 3-0 three, three, against Norwich. Uh, Brentford battled for a point against Spurs. We also spoke about the massive inconsistency in that Spurs team and that just proves once again that um, maybe their assets aren't to be trusted uh, at the moment anyways. Brighton and Southampton finished 2-2 in a lively encounter. Burnley with another priceless win in their relegation battle uh, versus Wolves. Weghorst got the assist and Vidra scored the goal. Chelsea's first game of their double game week finished 1-0 against West Ham United. Uh, Mount didn't score, but Christian Pulisic did. Uh, Jorginho also missed a penalty in that game. Liverpool won the Merseyside Derby, kept up their title challenge with a 2-0 win against Everton. Then on Monday, Crystal Palace and Leeds played out a frantic nil-all draw, very fiery, hot-tempered, uh, maybe low on quality, high on maybe intensity, affair. good point, I suppose, in the end for Leeds. And finally, the final game of Game Week 34, of course, will be Chelsea and Manchester United all on Thursday, as I mentioned. So just, I suppose... Some of the results of the weekend, the ones I'm looking at, you know, the likes of Burnley with a big win there in their their fight against relegation. Obviously, it's not good for not good for Leeds in their fight against relegation. Um, looking at Man City, keeping up their their title ambitions, uh, Gabriel jesus not really a player that we would associate massively with scoring a lot of goals. I don't think he's he's not, I think before last weekend, he probably hadn't scored as far as I know, but he's more of a link man with City, isn't he? He's more of a, he's more of a man that plays a false nine because City don't really have uh, an out-and-out prolific striker.
1: Yeah, he and he seems to be playing on the, on the wing or attacking three on, like, in the likes of, um, say, where Maras or uh, Foden play. He was kind of, he seemed to be put out there and, um, you'd have De Bruyne or sometimes Foden in that false nine position, but, um this week or the weekend gone by, he he showed that he can do it as a striker, and and he he did it by approved it by scoring those goals, and um, he was good again, he was decent again against Madrid in the Champions League, and he got yeah. a nice goal,
0: what lovely turn,
1: yeah, very good game. Um, he got a lovely turn there on their central defender, I think was or the right back, and uh, he scored a lovely goal, continue his form on, so he might be one to look at, but. Again, as we were saying last week, you just don't know what the rotation with City yeah. and if they're still in the Champions League. Exactly. It's hard to know. He could be dropped the next game for City. It's just hard to know.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and he's not something, he's not someone that would have come up on my radar either. Obviously, I've seen a couple of bits written about him and I've watched different, different stuff online. Um, He's not prolific by any stretch of the imagination. But look, I suppose against Watford. It's always the kind of game where you know one player might go big, mm. and uh, just so happened that Gabriel Jesus was that player. I can't see many people that would have had him in their teams. No. Moving on, then uh, who else we got? Not Chelsea, yeah, I suppose Chelsea. The first game of their double game week against West Ham probably disappointing enough for yourself as a Mount captainer. You captain Mount, didn't you?
1: Uh, I didn't, but I I had bought in Mount and. Havertz, I had Salah. As oh, you went for Salah, captain. yeah. Okay, yeah, I went for Salah in the end. Um, yeah, so hopefully, if Mount starts tomorrow night, or Havertz we'll get some more points for them. Um, but yeah, It's always I, hard, I
0: kinda... it's always hard uh, when they're playing against your own team. You know, do you want them to do well, or do you... <laughs> that's
1: that's it as well? Exactly. I, get stu- but... I get
0: stuck with that a lot. It's it's
1: it's hard. Yeah, the way United are playing though at the moment, it's it's not, not not being good. So you could nearly bank on some of those players getting some points against them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, then Liverpool, obviously, significant win in their title challenge as well. Long periods of time, it looked like nothing was going to happen uh, everything kind of sticking in the, the heels. And then Andy Robertson comes up with a goal and Origi then got the second, or Luis Diaz, I can't remember, it was one of the other. It was Origi. Like, Origi yeah. and Luis Diaz yeah. assists, wasn't it, or something like that? Or Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll chat about Luis Diaz in a bit as well, but Robertson with a 15-pointer, um, he was probably one of the one of the better, better players in my team over the course of the weekend. But yeah, that is... Game week 34 wrapped up, I suppose. Well, apart from Chelsea, Manchester United, they play tomorrow night. But yeah, I think a um, few, few results kind of stuck out um, and there are just a few of them. I mean, I think the likes of the Arsenal result as well, that was a bit of a mad game. At times, Arsenal, I think at one stage, were 2-0 up or nearly 3-0 up. I think there was something to do with a Saka penalty uh, was ruled out earlier on in that game and then obviously Ronaldo puts them back into it so it was a bit of a topsy turvy game but um Arsenal full vict- full uh, value for that victory uh it would seem so let's get on to rank and uh yeah it's just it's, it's just not going well for myself uh this week so far anyways um i suppose i'm i'm at 300k at the minute, red arrow so i was i don't know in around 275 250 down to 300 I spoke last week about where I think I'm probably going to end up and it's probably going to be in around the 100k mark or or a little bit better than that so it's still achievable obviously um, I checked live FPL and I'm still not too far away from it the the good uh, Andy Robertson with a 15 pointer and Salah with a 12 pointer but that, that was literally the only good from the game um, the bad brought in Gunnigan uh, for Manchester City, had Bernardo Silva, neither of them played, and once again, that is, you know, Pep roulette in full effect. Can't, can't really, I suppose, predict what's going to happen with that lineup. Sometimes, uh, then obviously, Acho and Chris Wood they didn't play either. So that's four players that didn't play over the course of the weekend. So it's a bit of a disaster. Mm. Um, and you know, I think looking forward to this week, anyways. My team's not as bad for this week now, I don't think. But, yeah, definitely bringing in Gundogan. That was the only other transfer I made. Obviously, I brought Salah back in for my first free transfer. And um, I just wanted another Man City attacker. It's hard because you look at a fixture like that against Watford and you say, well, there's big points returns there. And, unfortunately, Gundogan wasn't the one that got them. So, I think uh, 40, 42 or 43 points um, I'm on at the minute so unless uh Antonio Rudiger makes a massive uh return or or is, is fit for the for the game against Manchester United I don't think he is though from from what I've read online I don't think he's going to be ready so it's um yeah not a great week down to 300k uh only a couple of goods uh, most bad but like a lot of weeks in fantasy premier league uh, you always have a chance to change it the week after so um Dara what about yourself? I'm assuming you went a lot better. I actually, at a glance at your team, you're you're not going too bad.
1: Yeah, solid enough again this week. Um, a green arrow so far. Um, so I've got 61 points and I took a minus four. So I'm on 57 with Havertz and Mount to play tonight. Uh, so I'm hoping that, or sorry, tomorrow night. And I'm hoping that they will start or one of them will at least start and one of them will maybe come on because I have a feeling he's going to rest maybe one of them or even two of them you never know um so yeah I was after Saturday the games on Saturday I was up to uh 15,313 which I was surprised by when I looked at it and then um I I'm looking at it now at the moment, and I'm at I went down to eighteen thousand six hundred and sixteen, which is still a green arrow because I think I was at twenty one thousand. So I'm happy enough with that. And um, the likes of Saka got me thirteen points, and I target there got me six, and Dabrovka got me six. Arnold got me five. Um, I had Salah. I went for Salah in the end for captain. Uh, he got six points, so he got me twelve. Then, with being captain, and I was surprised by actually Castagna for Leicester. I brought him in a couple of weeks ago, along with uh, Madison, thinking that with their double game weeks and the fixtures, uh, that they would be good. But they've been so inconsistent with, uh, in terms of uh, Rogers like his rotation because of the conference league. Yeah. So I, I actually what I had what I had done last at the last, last I decided, I know I said in the podcast last week that i go with um I was going to get Havertz in and I was going to sell Rafina. Um but I'd have to uh sell a defender as well to get in a Marty. So I was going to go with Castagna, buy in another lesser defender Amarty because he's a lot cheaper and he just start some games and then sell uh, Rafina for Habits but in the last I was looking at it from I think the deadline was two o'clock here so it would have been 11 o'clock in Ireland or 11 a.m um, but at like uh, 1 30 p.m here so eleven thirty a.m Irish time I kind of changed my mind and then in the last 10 minutes I made three transfers because I had two I had a I had two free transfers So I actually, I couldn't decide. My my heart was saying Havertz. My my head was saying Mount. Um, So I was like, right, I'll just get the two of them in. Um, So I sold Rudiger because he was injured. And that gave me the funds then to to be able to get Mount as well. So I sold Rudiger for uh, for Amarty. And then I sold Madison and Rafina. And I got in Mount and Havertz. So last kind of minute decision, but I'm hoping it pays off maybe tomorrow night or in the long run over the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, I think I had a look at the FDR, the fixture difficulty writing. And in fairness, Chelsea do have good fixtures and they have a double, um, like you mentioned last week as well. So it's uh, hard to, they do have a double, don't they? They have another double coming up. I think um, as yeah. far as I know, they do anyway. Yeah,
1: They have another double yeah. coming up. Yeah. Um, but the only problem with that is the FA Cup is on the 14th of May. So um, that could could affect them in terms of the game. I think the game before that, uh, he, he may rest some of them. So that's yeah. the only thing yeah. with that that double that I would say that for, for players or FBL players to be, to be wary of as well, not to, to think that it could... Could be a solid start for them because it are a sure start for them because it may not, may not be.
0: No. And it's it's hard. It's hard when you come to this part of the season. You know, your your Chelsea, your Man City, your Liverpool, any team that's involved in, you know, three, four competitions all at the same time. It's all it's very hard to predict who's going to start every single game and you know who's nailed. There's probably only maybe a handful of players that are nailed. In all three or four of them teams So it would be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks But yeah, you're happy where you are at the moment Uh, Good week so far And uh, it's all just a matter of pushing on now So um, yeah, contrasting weeks definitely But as I said, uh, there's always a chance to go one better uh, the week after So hopefully uh, I can have a better week this week Um, That is pretty much the rank and the good and bad of both our teams next up is the watch list so we'll spend a bit of time and we'll chat about a few players that caught our eye over the course of the weekend um do you want to go do do you do you have any particular name that you want to kick off with Dara or
1: um players that caught my eye over the weekend performances uh Saka was one that kind of stood out for me uh and his his performances now. I'm just looking at here, and he has a yellow kind of sign on him. Um, so I'm hoping that it's just a, it says a knock at seventy five percent. So hopefully it's just something that's not not too serious, and he'll be back again. Um, in terms of players that caught my eye on my team, not many others did. Kind of solid enough from most of them. Um, I was kind of uh, with the Spurs players. Uh, Kulisewski and Kane, three points and two points each. I was kind of disappointed by them. Um, other players that were outside my team that caught my eye, Robertson is one that I would like to have, um, but it's just getting them in with the price. The money, and the money if, is a big yeah.
0: stumbling block for them Liverpool defenders.
1: Yeah, uh, very much so. But he, he's on farm, he's playing very, very well. And the other player then will be De Bruyne. I think De Bruyne is coming into a great run of form. And he was excellent there in the Champions League as well against Madrid. Um, so with them having maybe another double at some stage, I don't know if it's confirmed for, is it 37 maybe? Yeah, that's um, right. It was
0: actually confirmed today. That's, it's, it's funny you mention that. Yeah, i think, yeah, seen something today that is actually confirmed.
1: Um, that would be something to look at maybe De Bruyne. Um, so yeah, the likes of Saka, Robertson, De Bruyne, they're the
0: ones that kind of caught my eye this week. Yeah, I think you're right with Saka. Saka wasn't on my list there now, and I actually I I was very close to putting him on my list, but um, yeah, good performance against against Manchester United. And it's funny, I'm looking at the uh, the the top scoring midfielders, defenders, attackers in the game here on the uh, Fantasy Premier League website, mm. and Saka is the fourth highest scoring midfielder in the in the in the league this year. So he's 164 points. And he's having a really good season. Um, I like Saka. I think he's probably probably represents the best option that Arsenal that Arsenal have. Most of the season I've had either Black or Saka, but I you know I think Saka is definitely probably the better of the two. Um, and yeah, he, he represents a fairly a fairly good price as well at six point eight million and um just above, just above him as well, Jared Bowen 6.9 million, so it just shows there was a little bit of value to be got in the league this year. And uh, from a midfielder's point of view, it's good to see some of them players doing well. So uh, some of the players on my own watch list, yeah, pretty much similar enough to yourself now. KDB, uh, 11.8 million assists, uh, goals, and seems nailed. So I think, uh, I don't know if, if, if you'd agree now, but do you think Kevin De Bruyne is probably the more nailed of all the attackers now? In that Man City team, do you think do you think we'd have to worry about him as much week on week? I,
1: I think you're right. Yeah, I think he's himself and the likes of obviously Ederson and Goal and Cancelo or Cancelo, however you want to pronounce it, and um, they seem to be the most ones that are nailed on. And I would agree he's he's crucial for them um, if they're to go on and. Win the Premier League and maybe the Champions League. Um, I think Pep knows that as well because he's like he's he's world class and um yeah I'd say he's crucial for them there. And he's I'm just looking here. He's he's got nine points, six points, nine points, eleven points, three points, eighteen points in his last six games.
0: Very consistent.
1: They have, yeah, very consistent. They have five fixtures left. Um three green and then two gray so they have Leeds away Newcastle home Wolves away West Ham away and Villa at home so they have a lovely run of fixtures double game week here is actually 36 at saying, um so they play the 8th of may and the 11th of may city so that's Newcastle home and Aston uh, Wolves away and at that stage you have to remember, Newcastle and Wolves probably have much to play for as well, and City will have the Premier League to play for. Um, okay. Actually, do you know what? The four teams they're playing Newcastle, Wolves, West Ham, Villa. Like, at that, like, I don't think, unless West Ham uh, obviously may be pushing for the Europa League spots, I don't think they'll get the, the fourth spot now at this stage. But at that, st- at that stage, when they play them near the end, Villa and West Ham mightn't have anything to play for either, um, so four games there that City players or De Bruyne could get you a lot of points.
0: Yeah, and it's funny like we haven't had Kevin De Bruyne in our teams all year, um, but he's he's made a very very strong second half of the season. So yeah, I've kind of been keeping track of him for a while now, and that's why he makes it into the watch list because. Um, like you said, his performances, you can't ignore them very, very hard to kind of, you know, turn away from that. I know the 11.8 million is a stumbler block, especially when you want the likes of Mohamed Salah in your team as well. Or maybe you have Harry Kane, but he definitely yeah. is a different sort of option. And the second on the list is, um, well, he's going to see you coming. It's going to be Bruno Gomes again. But the only problem mm. is with Bruno Gomes is that their fixtures are about to take. Uh, a huge turn, so they play Liverpool next, then they play Man City, then they play Arsenal, that's their next three games, and then Burnley, they finish uh, with the fixture against Burnley, so probably not as appealing as it was for the last three or four weeks, we've probably got the best of Bruno Guimaraes now, but at £4.9 he represented huge value, Um, a player that was coming into form big time towards the end of the year, and it would be interesting to see how popular he's going to be as an FPL asset next year as well. Now, we could do well over the next couple of games, but I doubt it. Liverpool, Man City, next. Um, two teams, probably bankers, uh, you know, wins against against Newcastle. So, it would be interesting to see. But uh, he's just down there because um, I, just, I just like the price so much, to be honest. Next name on the list is Luis Diaz. Um, Luis Diaz actually dropped 7.9 million. He was 8 million or in around 8.1 million. Um, and I just have written beside his name here, uh, favored over Jada question mark. Um, mm. Is he favored over Jada? Is that the kind of way it's going now? Or do you still think it's a bit of uh, I'll use you as I need you kind of you know kind of way? I,
1: yeah, I, I think there's been a couple of games there I've seen or watched the highlights and seems to be that he seems to be going with um, Mane, Sala and Diaz. But then again, Liverpool have a, lot of, like, they have a lot of games still to play. So I think it's a case of, as you said there, we, maybe when he needs them or he feels like one of them needs a rest, he can bring in like for like or he can bring in someone just as good. Um, so I, think, I still think Jada will get game time and oh, yeah. he always yeah. pops up with goals. Um, so I think it's much of an for for either of them. Uh, so the likes of you have Firmino still there as well fighting for, for his place and they have two Champions League games to go maybe a third one they have the FA Cup final mm, and then awesome. they have the rest of their league games
0: yeah I think for me anyways as, an, as, as a neutral when I watch Liverpool a lot of time I would probably say that you know, their, their best front three at the moment I think is Diaz um, Mane and Salah um, however, however, they kind of line up maybe Mane more centrally or Salah more centrally. But yeah, you're right. It's it's interchangeable. Um, Jada and Diaz can play different different roles. Jada usually can play through the middle an awful lot, so that's usually the way it works out. But yeah, he's a player I like. Um, flashy, good touches. You know, a lot of class. He's definitely going to be a very popular player. I'd say next season as well. He's going to be, I suppose. With the Salah contract negotiations going on, it's hard to know. Like if he ever, if if for some reason he does leave, I still, I still think he'd stay um at the end of all this. But if he ever did, I think you know he's a ready-made replacement for the likes of Salah. You know, he's he's not quite on that level, but he's he's getting there. He's got got all the got all the attributes. Um final name on the watch list. It's not a name, but it's more just a statement like Chelsea players. So fixtures good and a double to come. But as we've mentioned in the last, last 20 minutes or so, it's very hard to predict who's going to start all them games. Chelsea do have good fixtures, but that is probably the hardest part trying to figure out. So uh, just have a look at their fixtures. Chelsea have in their next uh, three or four games, they have Everton. Uh, the Wolves and Leeds as a double that's a very attractive double if you're looking for Chelsea players and they finish with Leicester at home and Watford at home so they have uh, two home, three home games left and two away games left so you would imagine the Chelsea would finish pretty strong and just consolidate that third position but you have Havertz and Mount Dara, you're probably just going to leave it at that you're not going to bother going for anybody else
1: uh, for now, yeah, I, I'm going to leave them in and um, with their fixtures and the double game week uh, coming up, I will probably stick with them, yeah, and I have Saka, Salah and Kulishevsky as well, so I'm happy enough with my midfield for the yeah. moment. Uh, obviously the likes of Sun, I'd love to get in, but it's just hard with funds Um I have Kane, uh, so like to get in a De Bruyne or a Son, I probably would have to sell Kane and bring in a cheaper, cheaper striker. But I think I'm gonna stick with for now anyway. Stick with what I have um, because for strikers as well, it's very difficult to get a get a striker in. That's even cheaper strikers aren't really on form. The likes of Wood, I thought about getting in, but he. I he didn't didn't started. Yeah, he I didn't, didn't even play, play against it. Norwich, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's difficult to, to pick one. So yeah, I'm happy enough with Mount and Havertz. So hopefully they'll bring in some points. And yeah, I, I didn't think this week that I would have, end up with two Chelsea uh two midfielders, especially Mount. Um, but it's one of those decisions that it's a
0: very last minute decision, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. and <clears throat> I normally wouldn't make decisions like that and go for minus fours. I don't like using Oh yeah, uh, going for the minuses, even if it's a minus four. But I think with with uh, the bonus points for Saka and that he got thirteen, so I was looking at that. That was Saturday. I was like, right, his bonus points have kind of made up for that, for that um.
0: The transfer, four. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And Madison didn't do anything, and Rafina didn't do anything. So those are the two that I sold, and Rudiger didn't
0: play. So it, I'm happy enough with that decision. Um. Yeah, so I think we've covered a few, a good few names on the watch list there now. So uh, if there's anyone we've missed, then let us know at Fancyland FPL and we will keep a close eye over the course of the weekend. Um, before we get on to captaincy and uh, all that for game week 35, I suppose um, <clears throat> one thing we might try and do, um, or I might try and do this weekend anyway, I know it's difficult for you to watch games, Dara. I might actually try and sit and watch a game from start to finish like so maybe do a real eye test you know sit down watch a game from start to finish see like you know pick out maybe one or two players over the course of the game so um we'll have a chat between ourselves and we'll pick a game and uh we'll i'll put up on twitter what game that we're going to watch and we'll just do a full eye test review on maybe the two teams that are playing you know maybe maybe not, not just a player individually but maybe the maybe two teams uh, over the course of the weekend there might be a game that we want to have a closer look at. So we, may, we might do something like that for, for something a bit different maybe next week on the podcast. So let us know if there's any game in particular that uh, you want to uh, maybe have a look at. Okay, let's roll on. Uh, Captaincy for game week 35. I have four points written down here. Uh, we'll just kind of go through them quickly and you kind of give your, your thoughts on them there. So Salah versus Newcastle. Uh, KDB or a Manchester City attacker versus Leeds, a Chelsea attacker, or uh, the last point. Obviously, this is probably you know just a fleeting thoughts off the top of my head. Uh, a United attacker against Brentford, uh, Ronaldo question mark. So, what do you think? Are they the three or four options that you would go with, or is there anyone I'm missing?
1: Yeah. So you said Salah, uh, KDB,
0: or uh, United. Attackers?
1: A Man City attacker. Um, United, possibly Ronaldo. And who was the... A Chelsea attacker was the... And a, yeah, Chelsea one.
0: attacker. So, Chelsea have um, Chelsea have Everton the weekend. Yeah, so. um,
1: I would add maybe... Uh, I know Spurs' The last two or three games have been inconsistent, but the likes of maybe a Kane in there or even a Son, uh, maybe to that list of yours. But, yeah, I would agree. They're probably the best options. Even... Even a if he was fit against West Ham with his form. Um, so there is a choice this week.
0: There is of, actually a good choice, yeah.
1: Yeah. I know we're, we're giving a lot out there, but they are all options for people. And then you have the likes of the Chelsea attackers, you said. You have Mount Havertz there and um, that you could add to that list. Um. What about Villa? So, yeah. Villa, Villa haven't been... Haven't been going well for the last Villa,
0: while. Villa, it's, it's funny. I it was only when I was sat down to watch the the Leeds game on Monday and they showed the Premier League table. Villa are mm. proper right down, like you're talking, you know, fourteenth, fifteenth, like.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it, it's it, it's 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 mad. I thought I thought Villa were having a really good season, but they've kind of went off the boil a little bit uh, by by the looks of it.
1: Yeah, they have. They really have. They were looking really good there for the while for a while when Ger- Gerard came in. Um, but they're sitting now 15, 37 points. They do have a game in hand of Leeds and Burnley, so they should reach the forty mark there. They should. Oh be yeah, okay I don't able. think they're
0: in any. Uh, I don't think they're in any danger. But yeah. I just found it. Uh, I just them found higher. Yeah, I just. I. I didn't. I didn't see it coming. To be
1: honest. Yeah. And I think with with recent form, they just have seemed to. They've lost. They drew the weekend. They lost their last, They last four games in a row. So that I think that, yeah. that's why that's yeah. brought them down. Okay. They lost yeah. to the Spurs. Yeah. They lost to the Wolves. They lost to Arsenal. They lost to West Ham, and they they beat Leeds in game week twenty eight. That was the last game they've won. So they've they've drawn one and lost four. So I think that's really.
0: Yeah. Brought
1: it puts them you down, off. yeah. But if you look at their fixtures,
0: yeah, I'm looking it, at the fixtures here, they're actually quite good. One, two, three, they've
1: six fixtures and they have two double game weeks, and they double, have double. four, yeah, four home games, two away. And they're actually playing Burnley twice, th- yeah, game
0: 36, that's right.
1: week, 36, game week 36, and game week 37, which is very unusual to see. Yeah, to I suppose two, with all the postponements
0: and, and stuff, it mm. was uh hard to put them all in but yeah i don't know players
1: that's like the likes of coutinho if villa if they did start playing well he he would be a good player to have in your team i know there was talks i was i was reading there i was listening to the podcast they were on about ollie watkins but in my opinion i wouldn't really have any trust in him Um, no no even with the good run of fixtures just even when Villa were playing well, he wasn't really scoring goals. So,
0: nah, continue it's, all the way.
1: Hard to hard to know. In defense. Then you have know, the likes of Maddie Cash, possibly. Um, yeah, it's hard to see any. They're just yeah, there's else. probably
0: there's probably not enough really to interest us. It's kind of hard to. Yeah. Hard to really pick anyone out without any great certainty yeah. and say, well, he's going to do well or he's going to do well. You know, yeah. Coutinho for me, I, I like him as a player. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't think I don't think I'm going to be going for it. But I just seen I just seen the uh, the FDR has um, a lot of favorable fixtures. So um,
1: yeah, maybe Ramsey if you're looking for a cheap
0: option. Yeah, I actually have Ramsey. Bring in
1: yeah. another player. He's four point seven. I uh, yeah. just thinking there like he might be someone you could play or even on the bench, and you know he's probably going to play.
0: Okay, Very good. Um, okay. So that is the captaincy options for game with 35. Um, They're probably the, the standout options. As Dar said, there's Spurs attacker. Could be right up there as well. That likes your son, that likes your cane, or whoever else like that. So it's worth having a punt on any of them. Um, Finally, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about rough now. Roughly, you don't have to give away your whole game um, transfer plans. So for myself, I've just written down three three notes. Um, the first was Rafinha has to go, so Leeds fixtures mm. now are are finished. Um, I don't really aspire to keep Rafinha much longer. I know you said last week, and I I agree. You can get points against anybody, but um, tough game the weekend. The only thing I'd say is um, with 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 Leeds, they've got they've had two clean sheets in a row now. Now I know it was against Palace. And they know it was against Watford. They're the last two, last two that we've had. Um, and, like, I'll talk about City in a minute, but, like, they're a much more sound defensive unit now. It looks like it. anyways. was like they were under the cosh for the last 10, 10 minutes of that game against Palace. But Palace threw everything but the kitchen sink, uh, including the kitchen sink at Leeds, in that last 10 minutes. And at the end of the game, I was happy with a point, you know, because, you know, at this stage of season, when you're in a relegation fight, you'll take everything you can get, but definitely more sound defensively. And you look at City, who conceded um, three goals against Madrid, obviously different opposition, but, you know, you just get the feeling that maybe that game, it could be a lot different than the 7-0 hammering that we took uh, at the Etihad earlier on in the season. But, Anyway, back to, back to Rafinha. Probably going to let him go. Um, maybe. No, I haven't fully decided yet. But he's kind of the first player. Looks like he's going to be up on the chopping block. Uh, the second point I've written down is City rotation is putting me off. So I have two City players. I have Bernardo Silva and I have uh, Ilkay Gundogan. So I'd like to keep the two of them. Um, with Silva starting during the week and um, another game the weekend, I would imagine that Gundogan would probably play against Leeds. Maybe. Uh, Silva might not. It could be somebody else. Could be, um, I don't even know who the director is. It Could be Sterling or someone like that. Um, but I'll have to see. And then the final point is, the team looks okay, could roll a free transfer. So just to run through my team very quickly, who I have at the minute anyway. Um, I'll just have to find them now once again. So in goal, I have um, Sanchez. So Sanchez has a fixture against Wolves. Then the back line is Robertson, Trent. They have uh, Newcastle. Cancelo has Leeds. Rudiger has a game against Everton. Sice, Roman Sice, uh, he's probably a player that could go as well because he's not really playing. They play Brighton. Uh, Jacob Ramsey, as you mentioned, Tara, they have a game against Norwich. Silva and Gundogan play Leeds. Newcastle, uh, or sorry, Salah plays uh, Newcastle. And then I have uh, Josh King, Foster, Inacho, Wood, and Rafinha. They make up the rest of the team. So I suppose I could get away with not doing anything, which is probably what I'm leaning towards. It's been a while since I've had a weekend where I just haven't done anything. I could just use my free transfer to maybe change like Josh King and bring in somebody else. But that's what my team is like at the minute. Rafinha probably... Is the first player that we're looking to get rid of. But um, apart from that, I'm not going to be making any huge moves because uh, I feel like the hits are crucifying me um, for the second half of the season. I was going really well before Christmas, and even after Christmas, um, I hadn't taken many hits at all. But now it seems as if a lot of times when you take minus four, or minus eight, and as you mentioned there, you don't like taking a minus four or minus eight, Dara, and it does, it does add up in the end all these minuses.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um especially the if you go minus eights regularly, it's or every few weeks or whenever you take them, it's it does take a lot. Um like and then you're you're minus, you're already down and then if those players don't make it back on on that week, it's uh it's tough as well. And I just don't. I don't like. I don't like doing that. But this week was just our last weekend. came week gone by it was just. Uh, I just saw it as maybe an investment for the last, and it is the last few weeks, so it's something that might give me uh, a head starter uh, maybe in for the leagues and head to heads and uh, those those ga- those mini leagues as well. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be
0: interesting. Very good. I'm not going to press you too much about your transfer plans because I know you don't like to give too much away. But uh, rough idea, uh, any any ideas? Have you any Have you any changes that you're going to make, or are you going to use a transfer this week? Are you happy with you, what you've got? I have one one transfer. Um, I'm not
1: sure. I, I'm thinking of rolling it as well, but I'm not sure. Maybe I have Castagna there and targets. And I know Newcastle's fixtures are not good, even though they're in form. Um, and the likes of Castagna, as I was saying already, he is rotation-based with the Conference League. So maybe getting one of those out, maybe getting in um, a defender that has some double game weeks coming up, maybe a Burnley or um, if I could afford another Chelsea defender or even possibly looking at Villa. So not 100% sure yet. Maybe something like that. Although I could leave it and I could have two um I could have two transfers next week to to build for some of the other double game weeks. Happy enough with the rest of my team. Yeah. Um and my midfield and my strike force. No, my bench isn't the best. Um and I do have a bench boost chip left. So something I might need to look at, but again, I don't want to be using minuses just to build my bench.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or yeah.
1: Yeah. one bench boost. So yeah, that's kind of my my thinking on it this week. I'll need to decide on which yeah. one of those and, and who to get in. There's there's not many and it's just if I can afford them as well.
0: Yeah. Obviously, yeah, just I suppose just get a rough idea of where we are with our transfer plans anyway. But yeah, that's what I'm going to do anyways. Um I'm probably I'm probably going to leave it, like I'm not, like I like, like I said, the hits are crucifying my rank at the moment, and I need to kind of clean it up a bit, so maybe I'll we'll just have faith in the troops for this week, and uh, see how it goes, so um, yeah, that's it, we've pretty much covered everything, so far, all, uh, the only game that's left, obviously, is Chelsea and Manchester United, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in that one, if there's a return for Chelsea, because I think a lot of people are probably waiting on um returns from Chelsea assets, so we will see um yeah that's pretty much it um i want to wish uh everyone the best of luck for game week 35 no matter what you do um attack it it is the last couple of game weeks of the season so uh if you're in a position where you need to kind of go for it then this is pretty much the time to do it so um yeah best of luck for game week 35 um as I said, we're going to pick out a game maybe that I'm going to watch over the course of the weekend, maybe on Saturday. I might, might just watch a game on Saturday. Um, uh, I was looking at the Newcastle-Liverpool game, but I don't know. It's kind of a game. We kind of know how it's going to go. So I might pick I might pick a team that we're kind of on the fence about, and uh, we'll see we'll see how they get on in whatever fixture they have. But um, I'll put it up on Twitter anyway, and we will uh, pick a game to go for. So, Dara, thanks for joining me. On the pod once again You'll be back again next week um, Hopefully No problem, yeah, of course I thought you were going to say no I thought you were going to say no <laughs> I'm just not doing this anymore <laughs> <laughs> I've had um, enough <laughs> Yeah, the contract no, yeah, uh, of rip course up the contract <laughs> um, Yeah, no, we'll be back next week To have a look at Game Week 35 Break it down And we'll look ahead to Game Week 36 We've only got a few weeks left So, um, Myself and Dara will break down uh, what happens over the course of the next few game weeks. So uh, hopefully we'll end up where we want to be in terms of our rank and our mini leagues. it uh, be nice to win no Manager of the Month as well. Uh, maybe not this one now, but maybe for the final month of the season, uh, I'll be able to uh, get in for something like that. So um, yeah, that's it. Um, best of luck. We'll talk to you next week and uh, speak to you soon. Bye, Dara. See
1: you later, Steve. Back ear, you know, that back do you